next legacy. This is definitely the place to be able to hang out and talk sports and do what it is that you need to do to get through the weekend coming up. What's up, your man Brandon in the building? And the guest that we got for you tonight is definitely a hot guest in a lot of different ways for a lot of different reasons. And I want to thank you all for listening to Next Legacy Sports. And not only is your host Brand here, I got my other host in the building as well, Mr. Philly in the in the house. Just rocking. What's good, fam? Ain't shit, man. Kicking it, ready to get this show on and popping. You know what I mean? We got. We got Ashley Ferreira on tonight, pro boxing, MMA, ring car girl. We finna cover a wide range of topics, have a good time. And, you know what I mean? Just kick it. How we do on Next Legacy Radio. I mean, and, and, and that's, the, that's the deal that I know all you listeners out there is definitely going to be tuned in and glued because we're going to talk boxing, we're going to talk MMA, and we're also going to talk any and everything that's sports-related, basketball, baseball, football, Anything that anything you want to talk about, anything goes. If you want to call in, you can definitely do that. 347-215-8653 is the number to dial. Press 1 if you want to be heard. And also you can send emails over to Brandon at NextLegacy.com for your online deals. We got the chat room open. We got Twitter. Hit up me and Philly on Twitter if you got something you want to holler at. I am Philly, P-H, spell that for the, <laughs> spell that for the people. <laughs> P-H-I-L-L-E. Keep that extra I out of there. There you go, and also hit me up at uh, at Branded at I am Branded, and uh, we got any and we got we got all stuff, man, going. So I'm looking forward to it. So, you know, what I'm saying until uh, until we get Ashley on real quick. I mean, how how did how did you and her link up as far as you know, just kind of setting everything in motion for what we got going on? Like, you know, what 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 made your your push Philly so heavy to be able to get this uh, young lady on so we could talk sports with her? You know, man, to be straight up with it, I was um. I was promoting uh, one of the other sports shows we were doing. I think it was either before the Austin Trotter, I was promoting the, the replay of the Austin Trotter on Twitter, and she had actually hit me up and asked me if we were looking for any, any guests to be on the show or anything like that. I'm like, yeah, it's always welcome. So we tweeted back and forth for a minute. I got the number, hit her up, and you know what I mean? Got, it, got her here. You know what I mean? We, we finna do a big. Ashley Ferrer will be our guest shortly. And, uh, you know, one, one, one thing I definitely want to talk about, and I know the listeners is probably – you know, we we definitely going to run down what we want to do as far as talk to her about just kind of how she got started into this boxing MMA world and just, you know, just her some of her moments that she would like to share when it comes to that. You know, one and one, one one thing especially when it comes to to women in sports. I don't know about you, bro, but I always find it it is always hot when you be able to get a, a you know, a, a cool chick to be able to talk, you know, sports, not just boxing, but any and everything, so it's gonna it's gonna be cool to get a female's perspective when it comes to the the sports world. You know what I mean? It's gonna be definitely a dope show. Oh yeah, man, definitely. Um, I think definitely one of the topics we gotta hit her with. Um, something that's really big in the sports world. You know what I mean? The Indianapolis Colts they just let Peyton Manning go. You know what I mean? So no one knows where he's gonna end up. Bunch of teams got a lot of bids out there. We'll see if we can't get her opinion on that. You know what I mean? Um, we definitely gotta hit her with the March Madness thing. That's about to come mm-hmm. up. You know, uh, get her opinion on the on the uh, Mayweather Cotto fight, Pacquiao fight too coming up in June. You know what I mean? See what her thoughts are on that. And uh, yeah, like you said, man, cover a wide range of topics. You know what I mean? This is a girl who can talk talk anything, and she can also give you an inside look too because you know what I mean she's actually there for the events. You know what I mean the whole time, so she can give you the perspective that the viewers necessarily don't get to see. I mean, and and, and I feel like it's cool and. and to me, I think one of the main things that I definitely uh, have a lot of respect on when it comes to women in sports is is just that whole 
deal of it being quote unquote a man's world. Um, the the male athletes is always being pushed up in the front, and and you know the misconception that I think a lot of um, sports people have is women don't really know what they're talking about when it comes to sports. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what a lot of it seemed like just dealing with certain people, talking to certain people, stuff like that. But I've come to find out, and 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 we've seen Philly like you and me, and I'm pretty sure the rest of the world have seen. You know, there's some real intelligent sports-minded women out there that's real good at the knowledge and stuff like that. You dig? Oh, yeah, man. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, if you're talking about sports, uh, excuse me, sports knowledge like that, man, a lot of people got to check, like, Reggie Miller's sister, you know what I mean? NBA used to play for the Indiana Pacers if you've been living under a no goddamn doubt. rock, you know what I mean? Beat yep. the Knicks in horrible, horrible fashion. Scored, like, what, <laughs> nine points in three seconds or something like that? Yeah. But um, besides that, his sister, man, like, a lot of people overlooked the fact she was a broadcaster for the NBA for, for numerous years. Not only that, she was a player, too, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. I, I agree with you. I think a lot of people get that, that misconception where where women really, really don't watch sports. They tolerate it because their man does it or something like that. So I think having Ashley on the show tonight, you know what I mean, giving a woman's perspective on sports is going to be really good. And speaking of Ashley, I believe we have her mic'd up and on Next Legacy Sports with Brandon in Philly. Ashley, how you doing, sweetheart? Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How are you doing? It's great to be on with you tonight. Same here. What's good, Ashley? How you doing? Oh, hey, no complaints. It's, uh, it was a really nice day. I uh, went to happy hour and was watching some of the Ultimate Fighter earlier. So, good Friday for me. Oh, there you go. What were you drinking at happy hour? <laughs> uh, I went with the uh, Michelob Ultras with lime. Ah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, you know we got to get a play-by-play game. view on the, on the whole, okay, well, what does what, what, what she drink? What does she drink? Like, we got it now. We got it. So he's, you said you were watching The Ultimate Fighter? Yes, I was watching the uh, first episode of season 15. So it's pretty cool this season they are doing all of the fights live. So that's a change from the previous seasons. And tonight they had 16 qualifying rounds. So God a lot damn. of uh, MMA. Definitely a lot of MMA right there. 16, holy shit. Now, uh, now Ashley, yeah. for the people <laughs> tuning in right now that don't know, you're um, – you're a pro boxing and MMA ring car girl. You've worked televised events featured on ESPN2, Showtime, and HBO. You've been a featured, uh, you were the featured uh, ring car girl at the 2012 U.S. Boxing National Championships in Colorado. Shout out to all my people in Aspen that are listening right now. You've been uh, featured in numerous publications like Ring Magazine, Ultimate MMA, your Playboy Girl of Golf, member of a few bikini clubs, and you got like a mile-long list of honors and awards. But before we get into all that, for the people who might not know who you are and the people that know a little bit about you but want to know more, give them a little bit of background info. Why don't you tell them like how old you are, where you're from, and what it was like growing up for you? Yeah, hey, well, uh, again, my name is Ashley Ferrer, and I am a pro boxing and ring card, uh, MMA ring card girl. Right now, I actually live in Oklahoma, just south of Oklahoma City, so... Uh, you know, go sooner to all the sooner fans that are listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> before that, I lived in Houston, Texas, and before that, I actually grew up on the East Coast. So, uh, being in the South and Midwest is uh, relatively new for me, but I love it. Love the weather, um, and you know, everybody is always really nice and helpful. So, got lost. I lost my accent. I used to have a pretty thick accent, so. <laughs> It's, uh, it's been a good time, and I've gotten to see so many different places doing what I do that I really can't complain. 
when it when it comes am, to uh, you when it comes to you getting into this uh the boxing and MMA world um what what made you want to do it what what made you decide you know what this is this is something I actually want to get into and take a look at well you know it's actually kind of funny because I was at a fight once and um you know I, I love boxing I always have loved it uh it's been it's a great sport to watch I think and it's just to me it's there's nothing more fun than watching heavyweights or even you know welterweights go at it but when I found out that actually as a ring card girl you get to sit ringside for every fight, that was a major, <laughs> major plus. Um, <laughs> and so in Oklahoma City, or in the state of Oklahoma, there are a lot of Indian casinos, and those casinos have fights all the time. So there's actually a pretty big demand here for ring card girls, and it's a prestigious job for models in Oklahoma to have. And so after I started modeling, I got in with one of the boxing companies here in Oklahoma, and I did a bunch of fights with them, and I just loved it so much that I went looking for other jobs. And, um, you know, I was really lucky. I've ring carded um, dozens of fights now, uh, some title fights, uh, even, um, you know, fights on HBO, Showtime, ESPN2. So I am just so lucky for all the experiences that I've had, and and uh, definitely want to uh, ring card a few big fights in Vegas, too. There you go. Now, um, before you started doing the, um, the ring carding for boxing and MMA, growing up, did you have, uh, were you ever involved with sports growing up, or was this just something that, like, the only involvement that you had? Well, actually, I basically, when I was a kid, I was a tomboy. I played all sports. And when I got to high school, I ran track predominantly. Um, I was ranked 12th in the half mile in the U.S. when I graduated high school, and I, um, I, you know, ended up running track in college as well. So I'd, I'd always been a big sports fan, always enjoyed watching sports, and especially now living in Oklahoma, I'm a huge college football fan as well. So I, <laughs> I love some teams, I hate some teams, but I'm very passionate about all of it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Now, um... and, and growing up, you know, growing up, I was a big fan of baseball um, because I lived, uh, you know, in the area where the Yankees and the and the Mets played. So, always was a big Yankees fan growing up. Yeah, there you go, go Yankees! I feel you on that. I'm I'm a big Yankee <laughs> fan. I, I, I hate the Mets. Hate the Mets. Can't stand them. Big Yankee fan. But um, um, I haven't I haven't watched as much baseball now that I don't live up there. But uh, more football. I hear you on there. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I think Brandy could say that too. I think we're both big, more into football than we are baseball. Mm -hmm. But uh, some of the fights that you got to uh, ring car, girl. You got to. I, I saw a picture floating around of uh, of you and Kimbo online, and uh, I know you did the Julio Cesar yeah. Chavez Jr. fight. But um, what are some of your most memorable fights and from from being there? You know, ring card and like, what are some of the highlights that stand out in your mind? Well, you know, I've had a lot of great, great moments. Um, Especially, you know, when, when Kimbo, he did his first professional boxing debut, I ring-carded that fight, and the promoter said to me, you probably want to carry cart one because I'm not sure we're going to get to round two. <laughs> and <laughs> about 17 seconds into that fight, it was over. So he was absolutely wow. correct. And that was just, it was such a fast knockout, and it was kind of a scary knockout because the guy almost uh, fell out of the ring. And, you know, so that one was 
it was very crazy. But I think my most memorable moment was on, let's see, February 17th on, or I'm sorry, on the 18th on the Showtime fights, there was a fight cloud, uh, Trevor's cloud uh, and Campillo. And, you know, it came down to a decision and it, um, it, it went a little bit differently than everybody thought it was going to. And I happened to be sitting in the corner where uh, Campillo was, he came after he found out the results and he was just standing there and his promoters were screaming and he was just so devastated. And I don't think I'd ever seen anybody that up close and personal be so, you know, devastated. And, and I think that was probably one of my worst moments that I've ever seen. Um, because you see somebody's true anguish after going through 12 rounds, getting knocked down twice in the first round, and then coming <laughs> back to think, I mean, a lot of people thought he won, and, you know, unfortunately it didn't go that way. So that was probably the worst moment. But, um, you know, I, I think that every fight that goes to distance is an exciting one to watch. Um, there you go. You know, unless you have two defensive fighters, and I guess that's not always very true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true that. Next Legacy Sports has Miss Ashley Ferreira brought to you by. You can actually follow her on Twitter now, at Ashley Ferreira, F-E-R-R-A-R-A, on Twitter, as well as go to Facebook.com slash Ashley Ferreira Model, M-O-D-E-L. And um, with, with with all the time that you've had doing um, you know, being a ring card girl for uh, boxing and MMAs. Like, what what are some of the? I, I know you kind of mentioned some of your, your your you know the the lower points as far as just watching a, a guy just really just kind of go at it and just that defeat, you know, that agony of defeat. That's what they say in in, in sports or whatever. But what's, what what are some of the highs that kind of came along with it as far as some of the things you was able to witness or see um, in, in in the career you got going right now with this. Yeah, no, I, I've also gotten to see a lot of great fights. Uh, the Chavez Jr. fight was awesome at the end because he, you know, was still, Chavez Jr. was still undefeated at the end of it. He, you know, had a really hard time cutting weight for the fight, but he did make it, uh, he made weight, and uh, he went he went the distance and uh, ended up winning that fight. And, you know, for him, for me seeing him having his dad there and be so proud of him, and his dad was just, so excited to watch him fight, and he was in his corner. And I think that was one of the best moments for me because you got to see a family who just loved what they did and had, had such a passion for it, even still, you know, made me really happy. Um, but I think, you know, the, some of the best parts, I will say, are the fight after parties. <laughs> once, everybody's had, <laughs> once everybody's had a lot of time to wind down, there's actually a restaurant in San Antonio that is open 24 hours a day. And, uh, you know, after fight night at 3 o'clock in the morning, there's a 45-minute wait to get in this restaurant because wow. everybody just goes there after the fight. And it's so cool to be able to walk into a place and after you've survived fight week and it's all over and you get to relax, you just have such a bond with all the people that you've just, uh, you know, gotten to know so well at the fight hotel for the week. So I think that um, that's one of my favorite things to do. And, you know, finally everybody gets to let loose a little bit and have a little yeah, fun. Those, those, those after parties be off the hook, though. It'd be, it'd be a lot of fun. It definitely do. But unfortunately, somebody always pulls the fire alarm at the fight hotel, like five minutes <laughs> in the morning. Never fail. Somebody pulls the fire alarm. 
Actually, you didn't know that was standard procedure? That's that's always standard (laughs) procedure. You didn't know that? Oh, I have learned. Oh, now I have learned that it is standard procedure. But let me tell you, I learned my lesson the first time it happened where I walked down six flights of stairs in my, you know, five-inch heels, walked back up to realize that I didn't have a key to my room and had to walk back down the stairs to get the key. (laughs) No. I learned my lesson. I always check for a key now. Yep. Wow. I mean, I was, like, delirious. It was 5.30 in the morning. I wasn't thinking about grabbing a key. I was thinking about getting my ass out of there alive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for real, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying not to burn in here. (laughs) Oh, damn. I'm not worried about my keys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That. And I also, I love, uh, there's one fight company in Oklahoma. It's called HD Boxing, and they do four fights a year at, uh, this location, um, Remington Park, it's, uh, it's a big casino, and the fights are always to benefit, um, you know, wounded soldiers, and it's always so great to see them there, and they have, the event is so geared towards them and making sure that everybody has a great time. Those are really fun events for me to do, too, because people are so appreciative, um, you know, of the work that you put into things, and I'll always take pictures with anybody who wants to take a picture, and, and so... At that event, it's always fun to see everybody come up and say hi and everything. So There you go. I love those, too. There you go. That's what's up. Are you involved with uh, with any other charities like that? Um, not. I mean, I, I work for Hooters one day a week, and Hooters is very involved with the Special Olympics. So mm-hmm. we did this year, we did the Polar Plunge, <laughs> where you have the to polar jump plunge. into a, yes, a Polar Plunge. So basically what you do is you raise money and you will raise money for other people to have to jump into a freezing cold pond in the middle of February. So the race is on for the girls. Yeah, the race is on and the girls raise money for the other girls to have to jump in. And so every year, you know, we we get down to our bikinis and we jump in a pool and it's usually like... 30 degrees out, and the pool is not much warmer, but it's for a great cause. There's also an option that they do with it. So it, it ends up being worth it, even if it doesn't feel like it's worth it when I'm freezing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You yeah. got pictures? But if you've you got pictures? Event, I know you got pictures, though. You got pictures, Ashley? <laughs> I do I you, not, actually. Oh, not. oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but my Facebook page has tons of other uh bikini contest pictures, ring card pictures, um, pictures from photo shoots that I've done. So Facebook.com slash Ashley Mile has all the pictures you could ever want. And now, um, uh, I always try to post them. Now, uh, with you speaking stuff. about um, the bikinis and everything like that, why don't you let the listeners know a little – I saw you were a member of, uh, of a few bikini clubs. Um, why don't you let the listeners know what, what, what's all that about? You know what I mean? What's, what's a bikini club? Yeah, well, actually, a bikini club is a really fun thing that I do. And what they do is we have uh, activities pretty much every week in the summer, and they can range from bikini contests at Harley dealerships where, you know, maybe 10 of us girls will go to a Harley dealership and they'll put on a bikini contest, and one of the girls will get crowned Miss Harley-Davidson of that dealership. We'll also do things like bike washes. We've gone down to Austin, Texas and hosted a biker rally. We will also do, um, you know, appearances at 
we've done um, we've done it a few uh, hospitals for wounded soldiers. One was uh, Bansy in San Antonio, and we <laughs> we do pretty much any kind of promotional event. Um, we'll go to clubs and do promo events and things like that. And it's just a really fun way, you know, for us to get out and for the community to see some cute girls in bikinis. So it's it's always a good time. Every year we put out a calendar, which is kind of uh, the best part of it because you know, you work hard all year and you hope to get picked. You only pick 12 girls for the calendar, so you hope you get picked for the calendar. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was actually Miss February of the calendar this year. Hey, so it's there you very go. Exciting. Some people tried to tease me that it was the shortest month, but I say that it is the best month because it's Valentine's hey. Day month. It's the hey, hottest hey month there you go. Year. There you go. Yeah. And people can actually go to your Facebook right now to actually, uh, you know, just check your, your, your info and your stats and, and stuff like that. And people can actually get that, uh, what, what is it called, 2012 uh, Sun Brew Calendar? Yes. If you just click on the info tab of my Facebook page, you can order a personalized calendar. And uh, the PayPal link will uh, let you purchase that, and you can fill out who you'd like it made out to. And um, it's great. There's 12 of the hottest Dallas bikini models, so it's definitely a good-looking girl each month. So it's it's a, it's a fun activity. And uh, we for every calendar that we sell, we actually do take one to the Wounded Soldiers um, down uh-huh. in San Antonio. So it's it's a good cause, and we love doing it. So we got we got twelve beautiful women on that calendar, but you know, all eyes are going to still be on February. <laughs> though I'm I'm just saying. Next Legacy Sports has Ashley Ferrer in the building. Uh, follow her on Twitter at Ashley Ferrer right now. Ashley A S H L E Y Ferrer F E R R A R A, and make sure you go ahead and hit hit that follow tab right now. And, uh, you know, support my girl. And one of the questions I do have for you is, you know, back to boxing. Um, yes. Wh- what happened? What what happened to the, the, the sport on the national level? And and why has it not shined or, or reemerged like it had back in the day? What happened to the sport, in your opinion? You know, in my opinion, and, and I will say that my opinion is definitely – my own, and, and I'm sure there are a lot of experts on boxing who will have different answers, but for me, what I've seen as a ring card girl, when I look for events, I'm always looking for different promoters who are promoting the events. So, you know, it's it's not like the UFC where it's easy to ring card for, you know, however many fights per year that they have. Um, for me, I'm always going to different promoters in different cities, and I think a little bit of the disconnect and even the rivalries between the promoters have really um, caused caused some problems. And it, it might not be such a problem if MMA wasn't taking off so much, but MMA right. has really just taken the country by storm. And when you're not working together against MMA, it's, it's kind of going to tear, I think, you apart. Um, I know that there have also... Um, been some, I mean, I don't want to say personal issues among the promoters and fighters, but there definitely tends to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for example, in the UFC, the UFC and, you know, Dana White, they will tell you who is going to fight. The right. fighters don't always have a say with who they want to fight. If there are two of the top contenders, they will fight. They will not avoid yep. each other, like happens in boxing. And so I think that's another problem. You know, people aren't necessarily getting the fights that they want to see, or people um, people are having having more personal issues and, and choosing to fight them over Twitter 
rather than in the room. So. <laughs> yeah, that Twitter <laughs> bullshit. True that. True that. Hopefully the promoters can, you know, maybe just get along a little bit more and, and work together and put on some really good fights because that's that's what I want to see. Those are the fights that I want to work. And so I just I hope that they can, they can come together and do that. And I so think it would be good so, for everybody. Be, so, Ashley, do you think it's more the the promoters not – doing enough to promote certain cards for certain boxers for certain events, or is it a little bit of the promoters and the boxers themselves? My opinion, and it's just me, you know, I've said it before, it just seemed like, you know, the boxers, too, in some cases, has gotten a little too Hollywood. Like, you know, they <laughs> they, they they just need, like, you know, and, and I'm going to keep it solid. Like, you know, it, it's not the same as far as, you know, you, you got certain boxers, I ain't going to say no names, they, they want to be pretty, so they're not going to get <laughs> their head bashed in, you know, or they're they not going to have their teeth knocked out like Leon Spinks back in the day or whatever. Yep. They, you know, it's, it's, it's a whole different dynamic with certain boxers nowadays, you know, money and appearance versus how it used to be when, in most cases, some of them didn't give a damn about how they look. Hey, I want to fight you? Okay, let's go do it. And you know? Yeah. Right there, that's what you're talking about. Like when we had Austin Trout on a few weeks ago and he was talking about, and, and you you and him had the discussion, Brandon, you and Austin, about how um, like box, they don't want to go out and get their face smashed in like you were just saying and whatnot. But um, I don't know, like I think that's, that's what people are looking for, you know what I mean? Like, um, like what Ashley was saying about how, in, how Dana White in the UFC, how those guys, like how the fighters sometimes don't have a say in who they fight. I think that's what, that's what boxing wants to see, but I think it's going to come too late because I don't think that if Mayweather and Pacquiao end up fighting each other, and I say, I say if because I doubt it's going to happen, but if it did happen, I don't think that would be enough to, to resurrect the sport and put it back on that level because they had put mm -hmm. the fight off for so long, where yep. in the UFC when Brock Lesnar was hot, you know what I mean, when he was the top dude, you know what I mean, everybody was fighting him, you know what I mean? Brock yep. was fighting all the time, you know what I mean, like twice a year where you got these fighters fighting like, you know what I mean? And I'm a big Mayweather fan, but look what he did. You know what I mean? Fought like once in two years. You know what I mean? People don't want to see that. They want to see consistent fights. You know what I mean? They yeah. want to see people that have a passion for the sport. They don't want to see people that go out there and, and pick like an easy fight so it's an easy win. But Right. Um, and Ashley, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, you know, if if you go back to, you know, the some of the some of the old school uh, undercards before the main event, like even those undercards was really dope. Like those yep. were really good fights to see before the main event. See, I think if you watch some undercard fights now, you'll definitely think the same thing. But the United States has really changed in the type of boxing that we're good at right now. The United States always had really great heavyweights, and we just yep. love that slugfest. We, there is nothing more people would want to tune into than a big old slugfest. And now, you know, with the Klitschko's being... Um, you know, they're not, they don't really want to fight in the U.S. Povetkin doesn't want to fight in the U.S. I mean, if Huck stays as a heavyweight, I, I would venture to guess he could probably find better fights over there. And almost a little bit of that magic is gone, not having all of the world's best heavyweights right here. Um, and so people are forced to watch, you know, the welterweights and the, the featherweights and the, the phantoms. And, and I don't know if people are used to that yet or, um, you know, are, Maybe they just maybe a good heavyweight fight would get people back into it. I don't know, <laughs> but you know it's it is it's frustrating. But for me, whenever I go to a fight, you still feel the same electricity. You still 
You still oh, see the undercards, and, and that's the exciting part about it. So, I mean, it, it may be now that there are just, you know, with the UFC and MMA also being on TV and boxing being on TV, there might just be a lot of options for people to choose. And, and uh, it, it definitely, boxing hasn't lost its swag because uh, the Chavez Jr. Rubio and uh, Marco Rubio fight that I ring card in San Antonio vastly outsold what they thought it was going to. So it shows that people are still really excited and willing to buy tickets for good fights. Yep, true. And if you look what we have coming up later this year, I mean, there's some really good fights coming up. I mean, we're going to have Mayweather fighting, Pacquiao fighting. We're going to have the, you know, Berto Ortiz rematch. And mm-hmm. and uh, I guess we're not totally sure who uh, Bam Bam's going to fight, but whoever <laughs> 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 he fights, it will be a good fight. So, right. um, you know, hopefully these next couple of months will really get people excited again and, and uh, really talking about the sport more. Now, with you speaking about Mayweather fighting again, and uh, Mayweather's going to be fighting Cotto, um, there's a question I've been wanting to ask you. Um, if the people out there remember Floyd Mayweather's last fight against Victor Ortiz, it was kind of a, it was kind of a controversial decision with, with Ortiz's what was blatantly an intentional headbutt. I don't care what, what anybody says. That was blatant. You saw the way he bent his knees, drove right up into it. You know what I mean? Yep. That was intentional. That's not, like, that's not like, you know what I mean, I'm coming in, you're coming in, oops, we bumped heads, yo, my bad, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? And um, after that, Mayweather, a lot of people say, hit him with a with a cheap shot, which I don't consider it a cheap shot because if you go back and you watch the replay of the video, you hear the referee clearly say, you know what I mean? Time box. You hear him say it. Even though he's looking off in the corner, you hear him say box. And the number one rule in boxing is protect yourself at all times. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. apologize three or four times in a row and then wait for the referee to get in the middle and be like, okay, let's do it. Protect yourself at all times. Do you think that that was a cheap shot on Mayweather's part, or do you think he did the right thing and Ortiz did the wrong thing by not protecting himself at all times? I mean, I definitely see the argument, and I, and I don't necessarily even think that Ortiz disagrees with what happened. Um, my favorite part was when Ortiz at the end of the fight said, you know, I may have gotten knocked out, but I came out here and I did what I told everybody I was going to do. I gave people something to talk about. I gave people something to, you know, make people talk tomorrow morning and after that and maybe set yep. up a rematch. So, you know, whether it was or wasn't, I mean, <laughs> I've never been in the ring. I can't say what I would have done. And it is split-seconds decision. So, you yep. know, it all happened so quickly that I have no idea how I could have reacted or well when when you know you are a boxer and you know you know you are trained to fight like that I I probably would have tried to keep my head up maybe but <laughs> yeah see me too, I, especially I when like <laughs> I can't judge because I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> No, but, like, that's what I'm thinking, too. Like, you're going against Mayweather. You just intentionally headbutted the guy in the face. You know what I mean? Like, why are you going to come in there without your hands up? Why are you going to go reach out to hug him? Like, definitely keep your hands up. You're trying to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, against Mayweather, why are you going to do that? Yeah. That is true. And at the end but, of the day, I'm sure their paycheck's still cleared and it ended up all right. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Ferreira is on know, Next Legacy Sports right now. And of course, brought to you by www.twitter.com slash Ashley Ferreira. Make sure you go ahead and follow her on Twitter. 
Make sure you go ahead and hit her Facebook up as well. Go to uh, facebook.com slash Ashley Ferreira Model. Make sure you get all the information. Booking, if you want to book her, serious inquiries only. Make sure you go to um, Ashley Ferreira Model at gmail.com. Um, and, and check out uh, modelmayhem.com slash Ashley Ferreira as well. One question that I do have, um, yeah, it, and, and it kind of goes into just what me and Philly was talking about earlier to start the show was like, you know, a lot of a lot of people out there have a lot of misconceptions when it comes to females in the sporting world. Meaning, you know, we we were saying, uh, you know, a lot of people say, quote unquote, well, a lot of women don't know a lot about sports, and of course, you've been in this business for a long time now, long enough to know what you know, and you've been, like you said, a tomboy. You've been playing all kinds of sports while you were little. What are some of the misconceptions that comes up when it comes to you being in the position you're in right now? I think absolutely the most common misconception is that, and for everybody who hasn't seen a picture of me, I have long blonde hair, you know, I'm pretty tan, and uh, I'm usually done up for events, you know, full makeup and everything. And I think the biggest misconception people have is that I'm just an idiot who they have managed to comb my hair and get me up there and have me carry the ring cards around. <laughs> but most people would almost not even believe me when I tell them that I actually went to Yale for undergrad, so I have an Ivy League degree, and I'm actually now in law school, so I uh, am not <laughs> not as dumb as they may think. People people will sometimes call me legally blonde, but, you know, I don't take that as an insult. Uh, wow. And... and when people do talk to me, usually they are pretty impressed at the amount of knowledge that I've acquired about the sport and about life in general. So when I do talk to people, I think they have a lot more respect for me. And I think that's why I get rehired for so many events. I'm there always you go. punctual. <laughs> I, I don't goof around. I'm excited about fights. And, uh, you know, I I have a brain, too. So that's definitely and, the most common. And, and, and that's something that's important that I need you people out there listening in this radio world to know is, like, you know, you, you may see Ashley and you may see beautiful women on the outside, but you gotta you got you people gotta understand this 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 young lady has a brain. Like she's out there getting it in on her education. She's not walking around like this this is not her main nine to five is just walking around with a with a with a card in her hand and around the ring. You know what I mean? She does stuff more than that. And and, and that's the thing that I would I wish a lot of guys in particular could actually uh, learn to appreciate more than just your body or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and people are usually really complimentary when they do find that out, and I and I always appreciate that because I do, you know, take a lot of time to make sure that I'm always going to the gym, staying in shape. But I also take a lot of time to do all my law school homework and go to class every day. So it's a lot of things that I juggle, and people don't always realize how many balls they have in the air at once, trying to get everything done and <laughs> run from event to event. <laughs> <laughs> so a, a ballpark percentage as far as what you're, you know, throughout the years um, that guys, and I'm putting guys on the spotlight right now, guys, like give me a percentage of guys that really take you serious when it comes to sports and your knowledge of it. <laughs> well, before they start talking to me, I'd probably say about 1%. But Damn. after they've talked to me, <laughs> I mean, after they've talked to me and maybe heard a few things that I have to say, I'd say probably 50%. I mean, I will be the first to admit that I don't know everything about sports, and there are right. some sports that I have no clue about, and I really have no interest in getting to know them. But the ones that I am passionate about, I do, you know, like to talk about. 
And if I am wrong and it, or if you do have an opinion, I'd love to hear it because that's how I learn new things about it too. So, you know, some of the, you know, I don't mind being corrected if I'm wrong or if I, okay. if I have a misconception about something because, hey, I want to learn it too. So, so Ashley, you don't know the you, you, you don't know the rules in cricket. You you don't know those rules. Or? <laughs> I know that you got to wear padding. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's hey, I just threw that sport out there because I don't, I don't know jack about that sport. So I'm just it's saying. not it's not always on TV either, so I can't really get to know it. Um, <laughs> ah, very true. Very true. I did have some friends in college that played squash, though, so I know a little bit about squash. Oh, well, see, you lost me right there. Like. Yeah, I'm lost, too. You know more about squash than I do. Well, I'm lost. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's kind of like it's a little similar to racquetball. So. But it's, okay. uh, it's fun, and I, and I like to stuff Squash. It, and, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I know. Brandon, remember that. Excited. Remember that. Hey, I'm hey, booking pro hey Philly, squash I just wrote players. that down, bro. I just wrote, I just wrote it down. Squash. I need to look into that. <laughs> yeah, man. Remember that because after we're done with Ashley tonight, man, we got to get on our grind. We got to start bringing in squash players. Oh, and no shit doubt. Like that. No doubt. You know what I mean? Get a real big up in there. <laughs> Go for the for big ratings well, right there. Definitely, you definitely have an awesome guest on next Friday. Uh, one of my friends, Tyler Shin. Uh, we'll be hey, talking yes. to you guys. He's an MMA fighter, really up and coming, and he's probably one of the nicest people that I have ever met, too. He's he's a really good guy, so you guys will have a great time talking to him. Yeah, Very I was good. actually, um, I was talking to him earlier today, and uh, just like what Ashley said, like, I don't know if a lot of people get a lot of misconception about these about these MMA guys who are, like, all hard and just like, ugh, you know what I mean? But, um... I was talking to this dude, man, and he, he's so down to earth, man. He's one of the realest motherfuckers I've ever talked to, probably one of the realest sports guests we're going to have come on the show. Like, real cool dude. Be on the lookout for that. He's going to be on uh, next Friday. His name is Tyler, Tyler Shin. You know what I mean? Be sure to look out for him, get all the, get all the info on him. Ashley, you said he was, uh, he was a wrestler at uh, OSU, right? Yes, he was. He, he was a good wrestler at Oklahoma State. And uh, he, uh, his Twitter is uh, Shindog00, which I always like about him. Um, and that's what he wears on his shirt. So he's uh, got a good sense of humor, too. There you go. Uh, there you go. So. I think he is actually, I want to say I think he's from Oklahoma. I think he's from Ponca City, Oklahoma. Uh, and Oklahoma State is known for having such a great wrestling program that, you know, it shows to his character that he did wrestle there as well. Mm. Yes, sir. I just want to say real quick, my father actually graduated from Oklahoma State University. Um, he was a wrestler there, brought home a few national championships and whatnot. So just had to get that out there real quick. Go Pokes. But shout uh, out Ashley, to how Pops. Did... <laughs> yeah, man, shout out to my Pops. I, Pops, I, I hope you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> but um, how did you come to meet? Uh, how did you come to meet Tyler? How long have you known him? Um, I've known him, I guess, probably about six to eight months. Um, I I met him. Partially, uh, see, the Oklahoma fight circuit is relatively small, and so I ring card a lot of the events there, and he, uh, he has fought on a few cards in Oklahoma. Um, but we actually had a mutual friend, because I go to law school with a lot of OU people, or I'm sorry, Oklahoma State people as well, because Oklahoma State doesn't have a law school. So, um, you know, just through some mutual friends, we uh, ended up meeting, found out that we were going to be at one of the same fights, and uh, got to know each other that way. But... Uh, He's doing big things, so pretty exciting. Maybe he and I will both be out in Vegas. I'll be ring carding 
fights, and he'll be fighting for the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Bring it on yeah, to the West. <laughs> yeah, when I was talking to him earlier, he was talking about uh, how he was going to be training out in Vegas for an upcoming fight. And I, I, yep. Don't quote me on it, but I think it was in Nebraska. I think he's got a fight coming up in Nebraska or something like that, yep. and he's going to be training out in Vegas. So that's going to be pretty cool. And actually, yep. um, he's got a fight coming up at the end of the month. Am I correct? Yep, I think it is on the 31st. Yeah. Um, it is, it, you're correct, it's in Nebraska. I think he's going to be fighting on one of the main events there. So, big things. Yeah, big things, man. Be on the lookout for uh, for Tyler Shin. telling you right now. But, uh, Ashley, what you're talking about, you're a football fan and everything like that, right? Not only college, you follow the NFL? I love Mason Houston Texans. Aaron Foster is one of my favorite players. <laughs> oh, if I would have known that, we wouldn't have had you on the show. No, yeah, I'm only playing. Ashley who? <laughs> Ashley who? What's yeah, name? Wait, Ashley who? <laughs> Brandon, did her you mic get cut off? What? What? Who do you guys like? Oh, I'm a Jets fan. Yeah, he unfortunately he's a Jet fan, and uh, I'm, oh, I'm a diehard Oakland Raider fan, so it's all good. We, well, then why we do still, you hear about the Texans? <laughs> we, 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 we still in the AFC, so division. it's all good. That's the only so, thing we got in common. All three of us got AFC fan. You know, we got grassroots yeah, in the AFC, yeah. so it's all yep. good. Yeah, well, but, uh, you know what? We, we, lost, we lost a bunch of quarterbacks this year, and we still made the playoffs for the first time in franchise history. So I'm not going to say anything bad about Texans, because I love them. <laughs> <laughs> now, would you be a Texans fan? I say about them. <laughs> would you be a Texans fan? How do you feel about um, the fact that they're in the running to scoop up Peyton Manning, who was just released from Indianapolis? Um, I'm personally a Matt Schaub fan. I think he will come back and get the job done next year. He has been a, a really good, solid quarterback for us for a number of years, and, and I think that he'll continue to be. He gets along well um, with the coaches and with the with the owners, so I have confidence in him. Team Schaub for me. I'm so happy you said that because I agree with you, too. I think if, if the Houston <laughs> Texans took Peyton Manning with having Matt there, that'd just be fucking greedy. You know what I mean? You, you can't. That's fucking greedy. You can't do it. There should be a rule. You you cannot have a quarterback like Peyton Manning and then have another quarterback who managed to, to break his foot or hurt his foot or something like that, miss a few games, and still have the most passing yards in the league. Like, can't do that. Can't. I know. Well, you know, you, you know what they say. You know what they say when it comes to the uh, Texans. Like, if, if uh, Matt would have been healthy, they probably went would have went pretty deep in the playoffs. I mean, yeah, they they did beat uh, Cincinnati. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Bengal fans out there. Ha! <laughs> but my whole my whole deal when it comes to to the Texans is, you know, they're 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 a couple of they're. I mean, they weren't healthy, so I think they would have been able to beat the AFC representatives last year if they would have if they would have been healthy. Though. Straight up, I totally my agree. Opinion. I think the other huge huge loss we had we had Andre Johnson out for almost the whole season. And we also had Mario Williams out. And, yep. I mean, having all of those, I mean, so many of our top players out and still doing so well, next year is going to be our year, baby. I can't wait. <laughs> yep. and, um, and, and to take you around the, the, the sporting world real quick with Ashley mm-hmm. Ferrer, Next Legacy Sports, um, when it comes to uh, are, are you like a real hardcore March Madness type of woman? Because, you know, OKC – I mean, y'all, y'all are basically in that haven for for not just you know college sports, but I mean everything now. You guys are really getting it in. Yeah, you know, I am not as big in the college basketball because OU 
had <laughs> a little bit of a tough season this year. Um, but things are looking good. Um, you know, Lon Kruger has been improving um, all throughout the season, and we just, we just had a tough season, so I wasn't really as involved with it. I always do fill out a bracket, though, even if I have no clue which teams are good or not. I, 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 <laughs> there you I, go. I always think it's fun to pick to fill one out. Yo, um, March Madness Lottery. Don't feel bad, don't, Ashley, don't feel terrible. bad, because I do the same thing. It's half these teams, I don't even know. Actually, you know what, it's even less. I probably have like a tenth percentage of the people or the teams that I know. Everything else, I just fill it out. Just All right, let me go ahead and get this done. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the Ivy League the, this year, and uh, I'm going to put Harvard down to get through a couple of rounds, though. Um, <laughs> now, I know there are rivals, but I, I think they got a really good team, and I'll, I'll back the Ivy League for that one. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, for sure. And hey, Jeremy Lin, you know he's a Harvard guy. Not not so bad in, in Ivy League, right? Yeah, and you know what? We actually have a. Uh, I was just on the. Uh, I was just you know talking to a friend of mine. Actually, we're going to put him on a little bit later, um, Joe. And we was he actually mentioned Jeremy Lin. He wanted to talk about it. So give me give me your thoughts real quick on not just Jeremy Lin, but just NBA in general. Like, you know, not just with the lockout and you know them playing like triple nights. Uh, you know, triple games, you know, three games a night or every other night or whatever it is. But, you know, give me your thoughts on Jeremy Lin, first off. Well, my thoughts on him are, you know, good for him. Hey, if anybody can come become a media sensation and score that many points, take advantage of it. I just hope he's doing millions of commercials right now and bankrolling it while he can. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Seriously. Get it, get it while he can because <laughs> it ain't going to be there for long. That spotlight burns out know. quick. <laughs> you, could, you could fall down the stairs tomorrow. You never know. There you go. True. You just there never you know. Go. And I think that, you know, the way I feel about basketball is that in Oklahoma City, people are so passionate about the Thunder, and people love mm-hmm. the Thunder so much that it, it really has brought a positive note to our city, and people have been able to really rally around it. Um, and it's given Oklahoma City something to really identify itself with because we before that we didn't have any professional sports teams, and we always kind of felt like we were secondary to all of the big cities around us. I mean, there are a lot of big I mean, Dallas has all of their teams. St. Louis has all of their teams. Kansas City has all of their teams. We never really felt like we had something of our own, and people just go crazy here for this Thunder. So it's been fun to watch their ride, and it doesn't hurt that they're really good. So Very true. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm a Laker but fan, but, you know, at the same time, I'm, I'm really kind of like at a, at a nice uh, separation from my Lakers right now. Not a divorce. <laughs> separation from my Lakers right now. I'm just, you know, ever, ever since that Chris Paul trade didn't work out, I've just been like off the yeah. off the NBA bandwagon. But I mean, if my Lakers don't go to the finals, my my next my next group to do it would be OKC, straight up. Well, then I'll take that. <laughs> it's great for go. our economy too when we play longer. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. So definitely a good thing, especially for us who work in the food food service industry. Sometimes, so. Mm-hmm. Definitely exciting, and hopefully it yeah. continues. Um, I mean, now that now that you know we're good, people are liking us. But I think that the uh, the excitement about it will carry over um, for the years to come as well. No doubt. Are you? Uh, are you? Uh, you you say you're a big Yankee fan. So I mean, are are you looking forward to this upcoming baseball season, or it's kind of like really an afterthought? 
Well, you know, I I don't really follow them as much anymore. Ever since I kind of moved away from the area in '03, I, I haven't really followed them as much. Um, and I felt like, you know, when I lived in Houston, the Astros were the baseball team, but <laughs> had some tough times and. <laughs> It's really kind of hard to get into it down there, so I really haven't watched baseball very much. And now that I live in Oklahoma, baseball season really conflicts with college football season, so I try not to <laughs> occupy myself with it. True that. <laughs> I bet it, that. Not at all. Yeah, so, you know, uh, in October I'm going to be watching football all day, every day. What there you go, man. Woman after my own heart, man. It's, I'm telling you, just like I told you, man, <laughs> it, it doesn't get any better than having a nice, sweet, attractive young lady that's into sports like you. I mean, it don't get better than that. It just don't. Hey, I'll take that. They, and I like yeah. you, too. That's good, right? <laughs> Even if it is Nick Lovell, too. As we get ready to wrap it up with Miss Ashley Ferrer, this is Next Legacy Sports Radio. And also, you can follow her on Twitter. Do it right now, at Ashley Ferrer, F-E-R-R-A-R-A. Um, what what are some of the things you wanna you wanna tell you tell the new people that's just now tuning in and just getting their dose of Ashley or some of the people that's been following you in your career so far? What what, what are some final things that you wanna tell them? I think one of the biggest things I wanna say is make sure to tune in on March twenty third. I will be ring carding these Showtime fights, um, the New Generation Showbox, the New Generation, uh, and that is actually in Tucson, Arizona. So I'll be able to give everybody a little wave then, but Definitely also, you know, keep up with my Twitter and my Facebook, and you can see what events I'll be at. I love meeting fans, and I always uh, love to hear where people are from and, you know, what their sports interests are and where their alliances lie. So uh, definitely be sure to let me know about that. But the other thing is, you know, people think ring carding is really easy, but uh, it's actually not as easy as one would think to walk around on a boxing floor in high heels. It's uh, pretty spongy, <laughs> bounce all over the place, so... Uh, <laughs> if you ever see me fall, just know that it's not as easy as it looks. <laughs> <laughs> True that. And also make sure you go check her out on Model Mayhem as well. Go to modelmayhem.com slash Ashley Ferreira as well. And, um, you know, I know Philly's going to um, say his goodbyes, but I, I definitely appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us. And not only that, like, you know, just, just – you know, watching you, watch your career, watch you love sports and still do what you do, being in law school and still keeping that education going. I mean, it, it, it. we need more women out there to really kind of push their education level up as well as, uh, you know, just do something that they love to do. And you just sound like you just, you're having a blast right now. So I'm, I'm, I'm loving that right now. I really am. Yep, I'm very thankful. I, I couldn't be happier. And, and I really, you know, appreciate everybody who has helped me out along the way and who has believed in me because, not everybody will, but the people who do really mean a lot to me. There you so, go. And I and I really do also appreciate you guys having me on. You know, ring card girls don't always get a, any of the glory, so I really appreciate it, and um, I, I definitely look forward to talking to you guys again at some point. Definitely, Ashley. We appreciate we appreciate you coming on the show. You always got a home in Next Legacy Radio. Anytime you want to come on, you got it. Giving you oh, glory, you. giving you glory, Ashley, is what we do. So if you have some red carpet awesome. treatment and, and glory hog, you know, if we have red carpets <laughs> to roll out, rose petals to throw on the ground, we do that. That's that's what we do right here. <laughs> Y'all are so sweet. <laughs> very true, very true. Well, you know, continue to keep doing what you're doing and, and don't be a stranger to the station because we love to have you come back oh, and hang out with us and talk sports. 
Definitely. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ashley. Hey, well, I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Definitely. Take care. That is Miss Ashley Ferreira, MMA boxing ring card girl, law student, uh, model extraordinaire. This is Grant. Next legacy.